podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ain't no place like a cowboy place. Ain't no time like a cowboy time. Ain't no way like the cowboy way. Have a cowboy kind of day. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at Roy's in the way you're going wrong. Hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Hello and welcome to the midweek me, Jamie Home. After Liverpool have beaten RB Leipzig 2-0 to reach the last eight of the as always, the midweek fix is brought to you by footballprizes.co.uk. And this week, the lads have another cracker. It's a signed and framed boot from none other, none other than Trent Alexander-Arnold. The tickets are 4 95 enter. There are 99 tickets available and the draw closes next Wednesday at 7.30. So please do go get involved. Now, joining me tonight to give us their reaction on a brilliant performance by Liverpool is Gav Doyle and Young and Chris Brack. Gav. It feels good to be able to be doing a show like this after a Liverpool win, first and foremost, but a win with a little bit of, of, of a swagger back, I would say. Yeah, look, it's we've had an awful time of late, but the Champions League is probably that one thing that we're holding on to over this season. You know, a lot of people feel that maybe top four is overreach now um, after results over the last, what, two months. But tonight, uh, another 2 nil win against Leipzig, 4 nil on aggregate and into the quarters. And it's the one thing, Jamie, we have to hold on to and just go for. And, and there was a marked difference tonight, I thought, um, from start to finish. I thought he was brave and putting Fabinho in midfield as opposed to centre-back. But much, much, much better for me tonight. Andy, I'll come to you because I think Gav makes the point about Fabinho starting in centre midfield. You know, when, when the team came through, you know, were there any surprises with you? How did you feel? Obviously, Fabinho going back into midfield and Jota getting his start up front in the absence of Bobby Firmino. Were you happy with the team going into the game? Yeah, pleasantly surprised. Actually, uh, I think it's a team. If we if we were all able to pick, we would have tonight. I think we've all been longing to see Fabinho back in the centre park, and it paid dividends tonight. I thought, like you said, it was a marked difference. It was it was a performance in midfield that we probably haven't seen in in three months. But I know we've had a couple of good results there away to Spurs and away to. Um, uh, West Ham and, and Palace and all that but I think that was more like us tonight and it just shows the importance of, of having Fabinho in the midfield to be able to win the ball up high uh, and, and pin the opposition back I was del- delighted uh, when I seen the, the team selection Jamie's on a delay here mm. <laughs> maybe he's yeah. over and hungry <laughs> 
<laughs> Good evening from Budapest. <laughs> uh, I think if, J- if Jamie can hear us, he's probably better off dropping out and reloading. Um, I'll take over for a minute. Chris, um, the lineup, because, you know, Fabinho was suggested that he would be, he would be back. He would start, you know, um, following his, his appearance against Fulham at the weekend. And w- were you surprised that they went and they put, put him into midfield? There was a lot of call for it. There was a lot of rumour that it would happen. But as I said, when Jamie asked me, I thought it was, I thought it was brave to, to put him in there. I thought the, I thought the more solid option was to put him at centre back. Yeah. Um, I must admit, I think we all wanted Fabinho in. Because as we saw tonight, we see what balance he gives us. But I was concerned because the two lads who got sent back do lack a bit of pace, and the ball over the top has been a, a threat. Has been a threat to them. But look, you can't, can't complain. It worked, and it worked really well. That, that's probably the most balanced I've seen Liverpool be for quite some time, to be honest. Yeah, and there was a balance, Andy, wasn't there? Because you know we we've said loads about you know Fabinho coming into midfield makes a difference to not only Ronaldo but in, in particular Thiago. You know, were you happy to see Fabinho yeah, in there? A, there's a bit of a storming good old Bray here, and my my internet keeps dropping. <laughs> Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Well, look, we we yeah we we keep an eye on it. I'll ask this question, and then we can get back to you. Um, Andy, you know, there's been, there was loads of calls from to go into midfield, but and and it would benefit so many players. But the biggest one tonight was probably Thiago, wasn't it? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's hard to take that as as your sample. It was definitely a lot more uh, a lot more than what we expect from Thiago tonight. Maybe European football, you know, the Champions League suits him. He had a, a way bigger, uh, lot, lot, had to take a breather on the ball and, and do what he wanted. And um, hopefully that's, that can uh, translate into the Premier League as well. So it's, it's hard to tell. Look, the signs are positive, but uh, he was a lot, um, he was a lot better tonight and, and put in a good shift. And it was good to see him when he was on the bench. He, he'd ran his bollocks off. So, you know, um, Oh, good. Jamie, are you back? I think he's frozen again. Yeah, he is frozen again. Um, we keep going. <laughs> um, Chris, keeping with the lineup, um, you know, Firmino has a knee, a knee issue, and you see Jota come in and play in that front three. And, and again, it, it was an, for me, it was something where you went, you know what? Is this is it a sign of things to come? I don't know, but I really enjoyed Jota as well tonight. We missed chances, don't get me wrong. Um, he was involved in some of them, but his, his direct running and his running off the ball and, and it, it, every time he looks, he looks to penetrate defences. Again, it was an, it's a welcome addition to a team, isn't it? Because we've said it for weeks, we need Jota back, we need Fabinho midfield. We've said this loads and, and we've seen a bit of that tonight and, and, it, and it's come up trumps. Yeah, it gives us what we have at art, which is a bit of directness. We've probably been trying at times overthink overthink things, uh, which has been catched out. But it was giving us, more than the attack, risk football. And Liverpool at the best play risk football. You know, the last six weeks, especially at home, it's been too safe. It's been too predictable. It's been, to be honest, it's been very unlivable. Like, now, there are factors for that, but people know now to go out wide and whip across into lads who are all, all under six foot. For a lot of the teams we play, that's what we need. Uh, I do think we have to caveat it with it's only one result, it's a big result. Uh, and hopefully, it's a start of things to come. Uh, but I'm sure we're going to say that. I do think Leipzig's lineup and tactics, um, Played into our hands and quite, quite naive. I thought, Andy. Um, I thought that was always going to happen, though. That's what Leipzig are. You know, um, Ham fifty two has a super chat. He says Phillips has one hundred percent proved tonight how good he is. And we go through the side as we go along. <coughs> but just in general, Andy, I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to talking about Phillips. Actually, yeah. Well, we we we'll yeah. absolutely get to him because I think yeah. he was one of the standouts tonight. But 
you know, that's what Leipzig are, Andy. We've seen it in the first leg, you know, although it's in the same stadium. Yeah. It was literally two fucking neutral. It's, it's, it's two games in a neutral venue with away goals fucking counting on mad stuff. But that's what Leipzig are. They're, they're, they're open. They, they play attacking football. They press. They do all that sort of stuff. And, and people could say to you, oh, you know, it's made for Liverpool, but they still had to come through the game, didn't they? Yeah, like look, it's um, you said it there about Thiago. <clears throat> like it, the, you know, Leipzig let let us have it our way tonight because that's that's what we prefer as a team to be a bit more open, where and we can we can string our passes and and uh, create chances, and that's that's what that's what we want teams to do. In the Premier League, it's a little bit different. Thiago gets hounded; it's not something he's used to, um, and and things can get a little bit uh, trickier for him, a bit messy, but. Tonight, yeah, they did play their hand, but then the credit for Liverpool, like you're defending a two 0 lead, it's a, it's an awkward one. Um, but Liverpool were brave, and the the way we kind of started out in the second half when it was a bit more sloppy, it was the way I expected the the beginning of the game to go because they be maybe trying to sit back and defend the lead a little bit. But um, no, Liverpool played their own game, and uh, they you can only play with teams in front of you and took advantage of of Leipzig's tactics. And um and can't ask for any more than that. I won't expect too many teams to come at us like that in the in the league. Of course, we know they won't. But um, but still, bright signs. Absolutely, Jamie, are you back? No, how long is the No, I'm not. <laughs> no, he, he he keeps coming back and then he keeps disappearing. Um, the best Just thing. Try standing up. <laughs> <laughs> They're open a window. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Put the laptop look, up in the air. <laughs> but um, no, but look, going into this game, I think it's 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 interesting, Chris, what Andy says, because, you know, Liverpool played their game. But but for me, um, Free World says, nice to see Klopp smiling again. And yeah, it is. Um, we want to see them all smiling as much as we can. Um, but Chris, Andy says there, Liverpool played their game. And I thought, you know, as I said, we know what way Leipzig are going to do this. But I thought Liverpool looked like they had a plan tonight. They looked like they had an, a way of going about things. Like, if you look at the first half um, stats, Liverpool only have 40% of the ball. They've less passes than, than, than Leipzig, less passes in the opposition half, but they've more shots. They've more shots on target. There was a clear plan there to, to consolidate and hit them and hit them hard because, like we said earlier, Leipzig will give you that chance. It's the first time in a while I've looked at Liverpool and goes, and taught there's definitely they've definitely have a clear idea of what they want to do here in this game yeah they have I mean you know for the criticism that some of our players get uh, how often have you seen Liverpool defensively go to a back go to a midfield five with Manny and Salah as basically you know wide midfielders they don't do it's not something we do very often um, but what we did tonight which was really good I thought was um, we it's what all good managers we hit our weaknesses very well and it which and accentuates our positives. So, you know, with a genie and a Fabinho with and a Fabinho in midfield, that does a lot of Thiago's running for him, which allows Thiago to go further forward and press. And he's not got he's not like trying to cover as much distance. And then it, and we did hide the lack of pace for the two lads at centre back really well. But then let them do what they're good at, which is, you know, Phillips will head anything. You know, and as far as for Kabak, he was just quietly efficient. But we made sure they weren't exposed. It was it's just what balance gives you really. You know, it's but Hopefully this, we can continue with this because it was a. Uh, it's nice to see. To be honest, it was a. Uh, that's probably the most relaxed I've been watching Liverpool in probably about two months. 
Yeah, I I was fairly relaxed about it as well because, like I said, there was a clear plan, and Leipzig were were more than willing to come and and let us implement that plan, I suppose. Andy, we know how the game goes. I thought it was a looking at it. I didn't think it was a nervous game. I thought there was a there was a lot of it that was just a nothing game for me. You know, a lot of passing around. It was a, from, that's that's my opinion on it. But let's talk about some players. You know, I want to go through a couple of players from tonight and, of course, goals and man of the match and stuff like that. Listen, J- Jamie's having awful issues with his internet. Does, he said the roof is about to come off the house where he is at the moment. I know what he's talking about. The, the weather here about an hour ago was awful as well. So um, he's going to drop out because he doesn't want to just keep popping in and freezing and coming back out. So it's just the three of us for the duration. But um, and, and Red Steve says to knock, Jamie should knock off the porn downloads while he's, uh, while he's streaming. Uh, Dirty Brenda is eating your bandwidth. So uh, maybe that's a massive accusation you've made, but um, Jamie sticking to the story that there's a storm. Um, so, uh, but listen, now um, in fairness, the weather has been horrific um, around this area, around Dublin and the surrounding areas, I suppose, in the last couple of hours. Um, but Andy, a couple of players, um, and I, I'll start with Phillips because you know a lot's being made of Kabak. He's come in. We know the story with Kabak, six months or whatever it is. Um, if we like it, it's eighteen million. But but Phillips, of course, we all know the story. Nearly Stuttgart second team, nearly sold. Had stays in the end, and, and he's he's getting more and more game time. But again tonight, Andy, I thought anything he was asked to do, in fairness to the fella, he done it. Yeah, um, I was very annoyed on Monday on the forum, and you know, it winds me, what winds me up a lot uh, more than anything is when <laughs> when people are bullying Chris. When um, look, I like I accept if the team aren't playing well, you know, and like they're trying their best and they're not scoring goals or they're leaking goals stupidly, you know. Th- these things happen in football. We're all watching football long enough to know that these things happen. Teams have a dip of form, but what I don't accept is uh, when players aren't putting it in for the short. You know, it's it's the minimum requirement to play for Liverpool. It's not the type of club you just come in and be a journeyman and, and take your wages. The fans don't accept it. And you can be guaranteed if the ground was full for the last few weeks when we've seen the way we were against Everton and and uh, Chelsea and all, we'd be absolutely raging. And and that pisses me off. But but there you have Phillips there, um, who was putting it in for the for the badge. He's shockingly underappreciated since he's come in. He's so fucking reliable and it just seems that people can't get their head around accepting that he's a good player because they just don't like him stylistically. Well, I don't know. He's doing a job and he's doing he's doing the job excellently. I wouldn't sell him. I wouldn't let him go. Uh I'd keep him now. I think he's I think he's more than proved himself to be a backup defender for us. It's the same way when Kelleher comes into the team, you can rely on him now. We have a goalkeeper, we can rely on him. And now we have a centre-back. Should we have another bit of a crisis at the back that uh, that Phillips can come in? And as well, he can play against certain teams that you know uh, he has the strengths to play against because he's absolutely fabulous in the air. And he's a, he's a hell of a lot of a better footballer than people are giving him credit for at the moment. Um, he, he, he's done well and I, I think he's fully deserved of his place and I'm delighted for that performance he, he gave tonight you know what I mean it, it's, it seems like people don't think he's able to meet this level but he's played at the top level in Germany and now he's played in a in a 
um, not get stage of Champions League, getting us into the quarters, and he's been probably the man of the match. And it's about fucking time, uh, Liverpool fans start looking at players like him uh, and being grateful for the efforts that they put in and the ability and the the what they do for the short. When our when we 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 have this habit of falling in love with this potential of players that haven't done fucking anything for us and that don't put it in for the short. So uh, Phillips, good man, I'm delighted. Uh, man of the match. Oh, well, I'm not even at a man of the match stage. Well, fair, thanks, Andy. Um, at Capella University, you're in control of your education. With the game changing FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines and move at your own pace. The faster you move, the more you save. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Well, I agree. I, th- I think he's come in. I think he's done absolutely fine. I think, I think when him or Kabak or, or Reese Williams or whatever have been exposed, is when further up the pitch we're playing high and we're not pressing. And the one thing he does lack for me is a bit of pace. You know, people will go on about his and, and I'm not overhyping him here because I think he's he's been asked to do a certain job and he's done it. Um but people will say, Well, well he's, he's how good is his passing? Well look, when I when I watch Gomez and Van Dyke play, you'll see Van Dyke keep amazing passes. But Gomez usually keeps it simple into a fella in midfield, out to a fullback. He's not a fella to hit long rake and passes. Now, I'm not saying he's anywhere near Joe Gomez's level, all things being equal. But what I'm saying is, as one centre-half, to be somebody like that, that's solid, good in the air, just keeps it simple, he's no issue. I don't know if he'll be kept on. I don't know if he'll end up for choice. But I think uh, Kevin Sullivan said earlier, he'll definitely get... Um, he'll, he'll definitely... If, if he doesn't stay with Liverpool, he'll get a really, really good move out of it because I think he's a really good good defender. Like, I see some centre-halves in, in the Premier League and they can't head it. They can't kick it. They can't pass it. They can't mark men. You know, and he does all that. Absolutely no issues. I thought he was really, really good. Chris, um, we've kind of covered Phillips a little bit there, but the man beside him, Quebec. I thought he he I thought he looked I'm not going to say a different player to the one we've seen so far but I thought he looked confident as well I thought he looked a, a lot a lot more at ease of what he was doing and I don't know whether, whether that's Fabinho midfield helping and talking or whatever it is but he looked he looked a lot more at ease for me as well he he was just a quietly efficient um, the big criticism of him has always been a ball over the top he gets caught out for and actually he wasn't doing that and probably the one time Phillips missed a header which I think was the only time he ever missed a header today he was actually diff- covering his man and get- getting in front of him which I thought that's what he hasn't been doing he hasn't been reading the danger uh, and he probably cut out a bit of the ball watching I think it helps like you said I think the structure next year I think having Robertson getting more to his best and having that that pivot in front of him of a genie and a Fabinho it does protect you a lot and uh, you could definitely in the game Someone like a Robson is talking him through the game. Um, it, so, look, I, I can't complain about that. I said both of them just did what they needed to do. Um, I do feel if if, it's, if we were doing the Leipzig podcast, um, I think they picked the two worst strikers to play against them because mm. Solaf and uh, Paulson, two big lads who like to hold it up and you know be direct. To a Phillips and a Cap and Capac less so. That's ideal. That's what they want. What yeah. th- what they'd have been better doing would have been starting someone like the Cliverts and people of that ilk who are more tricky, more pacey. Because that, that's the big that's the big weakness of their games. Bit more direct, yeah, yeah. The, one thing Phillips and Cameron don't want to do is be brought out wide. And in the games we've lost recently, that's where they've been caught out. You know, mm. and that's look, Philip. Look, people don't like it with Phillips. He's got he hasn't got the pace. He hasn't got it. So that's what it is. We, we, we what I my 
feeling on um, Phillips has always been, we haven't adapted to that situation. We've still been playing high lines and thinking he's like Van Dyke and going to run back, going to run back over someone, mm-hmm. which we today we didn't do that. So look, I think both sets house, they just did what they needed to do. They got, got big blocks. I think, um, Quebec got quite a big block in that two nil where you just, it just got, get yourself in the way. It's not pretty, but do you know what? That's what we've needed for the last six weeks is not, not the pretty stuff. Just get yourself in the way. And get it, and get it, and get it clear to our midfield, and let the midfield attack do what they need to do. Yeah, staying with you though, Chris, and moving into midfield. You know, <laughs> as you said, it, as I said at the start of the show, um, Fabinho midfield. I thought it was, I thought it was a brave move. I, I will say that. I, there was, as I said, there was loads of calls from to come into midfield, but I thought Klopp might, might just go and say, you know what. I'm just going to stick Fabinho back in there for this one to get us mm. to make sure and then and then we move on from there. Or maybe even do it in Wolves, isn't it, on Monday? Um, and then we've an international break, so maybe do it then and then have a look. But he didn't. He puts Fabinho into midfield. And Chris, I have to say, like he's been very good at centre-half, don't get me wrong, but my God, if there's ever an argument put to me where you prefer to have Fabinho at centre-half in, instead of midfield, for under any circumstance... Um, that tonight shows why he is, for me, one of the best defensive midfielders in world football. What he brings to the position, what he brings as stability, and what he lets other people go and do as part of that, I thought, outstanding he was. Effortless, wasn't it? Absolutely effortless. Um, he's just, he's just a joy. To, he's just a joy to watch, and we've lost that Van Dyke diagonal, but he gives us a, a very good vertical pass through in the middle, which, to be honest. The other guys, it's just not it's not their game. That's not what they do. So he, so he gave us something a bit different. And he, I think he just gives the other players around him the concept. Well, I can bomb on a bit now. I can press higher because they all know he'll he'll do the job. Genie's done well at number six, but he hasn't got the mobility or the positional sense of a Fabino. That's just that's just what he is, you know. So um yeah, I agree with you. I, I was surprised he started to set uh centre mid because I, I just assumed he'd go a bit Klopp would go a bit safer. But again, maybe this is a bit of a change in Klopp. He's perhaps he's gone back to I've got to take more risks now because the playing safe and hoping someone will fill in. Well, we're we're eighth in the league now, so it hasn't worked. So we may as well just go strongest midfield, strongest attack, and we make and um, defenders. We make do with what we have and go from there. Yeah, master disaster says the whole team just looked more comfortable and confident with Fabinho there in midfield. Andy, some I think that's a great point, and I also think that um, I, is it just a case of? you know, square pegs or round pegs and round holes. Because when you look at it that today, you had two fullbacks, two centre-backs, three midfielders, three forwards who all played in positions. That's their position. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't matter what personnel it is or it doesn't matter, you know, how experienced or inexperienced you are. People in their positions and it just makes a huge difference. Yeah, 100%. Uh, it's no big shocker that when you play players in the right positions that you you, you get a, a better outcome or a better output. And uh, we said at the start of the show, absolutely crying out to see Fabino back in there. Like We're crying out to see Fabino and Aldam and Henderson in there because I think they're just such enablers for how we prefer to play. Like Even the fullbacks were a lot better. There were a lot more themselves, Robbo and Trent. They were able to play their roles a lot better because we were we were able to peg them back a little bit more and and, and that they that Robin and, and Trent were able to stay a bit more forward and get involved, get more touches on the ball. Fabino has made that role his own. He he's not a who's Chris. He's not a 
you know, a defensive screen as such. You know, when Wijnaldum plays the six or when Henderson plays the six, they kind of sit that bit deeper up front and and, and it, can, it can bring teams on a little bit. Whereas Fabinho's just so proactive. He wins all, he wins those balls. Like for a, def, for a defensive midfielder to win so many balls up so high and as we, the, the strength of this team is so we're quick on transition and that he can get the ball out of his feet and just clip one over the top. It just makes such a, ma- a massive difference. We're very reliant on certain players uh, and we're certainly reliant on, on a more familiar midfield to, to, for this team to, to progress. Yeah, um, Jamie's back. Um, he's moved to his conservative and stuck a beanie hat on, but he's back. Look at him. Look at him there. Um, of course not. It's Grizz. Grizz has joined us. Um, I sent out an SOS there and Grizz has answered the call. Free Had got time to do us here. No, and um, I hope I hope them... Uh, you know, it's good. I it's hope good them big six bold fellas don't turn up again and he's all, <laughs> getting, he's all <laughs> getting upset. Um, Listen, Andy's here. Don't worry about them. Andy's here. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a fucking... Be- he was like a, like a doorman, wasn't he, from the 1990s? He was. <laughs> That's what he was like. Um... But free, free Just world swinging them out the door there. <laughs> free world, uh, free world. Um, I still know cans. Gab. No, um, someone asked me before that. I think might be. No, Ga- tell him. Andy. Tell him you stopped. Um, tell him you've stopped ages. Yeah, six, six, nearly six weeks. Nearly six oh, weeks. Yeah. Uh, Davis Nutch says one hundred and twelve likes and three hundred and eighty four watching. Embarrassing. Hit, That's hit embarrassing. Hit the like button. Um, I'm only I'm only to put that up because Grizz turned up because he gets really upset. Uh, Rami is with his super chat says this is our best eleven of the available players, and I'd like to see a bit more of it. Fabinho's presence improved. Thiago, how does Salah have thirty gold involvement? Um, Grizz, we we're just saying. I am um, on Ramiz's Ramiz's point. You know, square pegs, square holes. Players that play in the position playing in those positions, and we we're on to Fabinho. Um, I'm going to give you a word on Fabinho. I'm, I don't think I'll I'll let it pass and just move on to the next one without you having a little word on Fabinho because we all think he was deadly. Oh, oh, you know, um, I gave to be honest with you, I gave all central midfielders a ten, but I gave him a ten star. Where, where, where did you give them a ten? In my official Grizz. Match rating. He's still the, he's oh, still the echo. What now. do you do? Do you, do you gather the kids in the sitting room after the game and read them out? No, I just tweet them. Oh, do you? Where? Well, sometimes. But listen, but the, but the point about Fabinho, right? Yeah. And it's very, poignant, it's very poignant that Fabinho came back and made everything look safe and you just felt protected. Because today I had my vaccine done, as you guys know, right? Because I sent lovely pictures. The whole world right? knows. Yeah, yeah, right. So I feel. How did you? Sorry, just just to stop a minute. How did you end up with a vaccine before loads of people? These kind of things. These kind of things are not discussed. These these kind of things are not discussed live on air. This is personal. Yeah, they they are. Is yeah. it um? Is it if you connections, Gav? Connections, Gav. I was is just it thinking, type one is it, or type two diabetes? You have <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, I tell you what, that's a right go. He's had a right go. He's a right go. Well, come here, um, no, is it? You know, like when you when you did you write them a letter saying, "Listen, are you lads, are you there's me the eating cake? Fuck you know. You're gone. Is it? Is it when um? Is it? Did you write to them and say, listen, lads, I used to be on the keto diet? And they just said, oh, we'll get him in and get them done. Uh, free World Reckons because it's over 60. Uh, <laughs> That's the one. Okay, good. Listen, so anyway, feel, your vaccine, but, all that, go on, Fabinho. Yeah, because because like, you've had the vaccine, and once you've had the vaccine, it protects you, right? It's supposed <coughs> to protect you and you feel safe. And that's what yeah. Fabinho is. Which Fabinho, did you get? Fabinho's the vaccine. I've got the, not the, the one that does the Viagra, not that one, the other one. 
the the Johnson and Johnson, the, the bubble battle. No, the ZA or something. Z- AstraZeneca. ZA. Uh, AstraZeneca. AZ. Same thing. Oh, well, Two you see, letters. Andy's going to tell you it's the it's the tenement one, aren't you, Andy? Come on, tell him. Which the notion? Oh, it's a good one. Oh, well, then you're in. You're sorted. I've got the good one. <laughs> yeah. 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 You might, start, start, you might start to feel a little bit dodgy tonight, though. Right. Okay. Ah, oh, that'll yeah. be just it. That'll be the platter for six. That won't be anything to do with the vaccine. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Red Steve. Red Steve says, Kebab Shop, Gav, Essential Worker, Garrett Wright, man. He dusts, Thank you. He dusts chicken. Um, Key worker. Kebabs. He dusts chicken. <laughs> Go on. Sorry, Fabinho. We, we yeah, digressed. Yeah, look. Look, I've tried to make a point, but you lot fucking torn it to bits. But I'll try to end it. Basically, look, all I'm trying to say is like sort of when you have that vaccine, anti, you know, and it, and it sort of protects you from all these viruses. That's exactly what Fabinho does on that pitch. He protects you from. Look, suddenly the midf- suddenly his fellow midfielders felt so much more comfortable. Seemed like they were getting ball and getting hold of the ball when there's space and time because he was winning it so early. The defenders. Look at the centre-backs. Fucking hell. He was magnificent. I'm sure you've covered it. I just yeah. thank you for giving me a chance to talk about it and comparing him to my vaccine. What did you give him? What did you give him? Ten star. Ten star. He's the only one who got ten star. What are yeah. you eating? Cake. Celebrating. Cake. Come on, man. We haven't... Listen. Why are you celebrating the vaccine? Because he had his, va- his, va- <laughs> his vaccine party. We haven't won in fucking years. He got a, had a vaccine. He's 40, fella, so, he's 40 people in the sitting room oh, telling them to keep quiet. I got a, I got a vaccine there today. I'm going to have a party. <laughs> big cake. <laughs> big big cake. Came Go home. Came home. Shazza had a big a cake. Big, Congrats uh, on your vaccine. <laughs> A big cup of minerals as well with it to wash it down. <laughs> a big cup of minerals. Milk. Always milk. Oh, my God. You know me, you know me Andy. Milk. Milk. Yeah. Yeah. Milk. Usually in a square that. glass. I think um, I think all the Duffies in the uh, chat are, have decided to take over the day trippers um, by the looks of it. Um, I, I could be making that up, but uh, there's loads of Duffies in there, and they're all talking about being day trippers. So uh, let me know if you're taking over. Cause I could do with a week off, to be perfectly honest with you. Um. <laughs> But lads, look, the midfield, Andy, I'll come to you. We, we've spoken about Fabinho. We've, we've, um, we, we, you see his impact. He just covers so much ground. He sees so much stuff early. He uses it well. But when you look down what it does to the other two lads, and, and in particular for me, Thiago, Thiago's not doing doggies all over the place. He's not looking around him, looking at the track runners everywhere. He's, look, he's walking. Don't get me wrong, but it just frees him up to do what he's there to do. It made such a difference, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, as I said earlier, he, he got um, a lot more breathing space than he gets in the Premier League. Like, I, I don't want to get too too carried away. Yeah, it's his, probably his best performance in terms of like um, the overall game. You know, like he's he showed flashes of course, he, his passing range and everything else. But it was just a more complete performance, uh, and he really put it in. And I just, I just, I'm afraid to get carried away on Thiago because I know he can be unbelievable for us, but that's that's a, a serious green shoe that we're seeing tonight. That hopefully they, he can carry on. I think maybe the Champions League. Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. 
will suit him a bit better. That the the space is there, the kind of um, held and that you get in the Premier League, like it, it can be a bit more difficult for a player for his style. But he got to play a little bit of a freer role as well with uh, Fabinho in there. So look, look, all the positives you can take from me. Uh, well, happy. Mm. Um, I was delighted with it. I have to say, um, just to see, just uh, I'm not. I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go over the top over about it either, Andy. But it was just. They look like they did something about them. There's something a bit more about them. Just mm. with, with Fabinho. And I'm not saying Fabinho makes Thiago a much better player or Wijnaldum a much better player. But someone, as loads of people said in the chat earlier, the balance. The balance, the balance, the balance. I mean, mm. the balance is there. Mm. It just, instead of players looking hesitant and, you know, even when they're going forward, they're having to look around. Am I, am I okay to go? Do I sit? When you have that balance, it just makes such a difference. They're not only the midfielders, but your full backs and your front three who can know they can go and they have that cover. I just thought it was, it was a marked, marked difference. Um, Stephen Max says, wants me to go over the top about it. I'm not going to, um, because I thought it was a good performance, but I thought the signs in it, we're just so much better than what we've seen over the last couple of weeks. Chris, um, moving into the front three, you know, um, there's been a lot made. You didn't talk this. about Ronaldo. Oh, do you want to talk about Ronaldo? Chris, talk to me about yeah. Ronaldo. He was dead good. <laughs> he, he just looked like he had support around him. So because he got support around him, he can do what Ronaldo does, which is hold, hold it, clever turns, and he, he could do his, his, his passing range, which is much better than people give him credit for. His attacking passing range is really good. But at the moment, because he's playing where he has been playing as a six, he's that running to the ground. Uh, he's he's playing safe too much, which to be honest, isn't his game. Um, so he just looked he looked a bit more confident, as we've already said with Thiago. Because I mean, let's be fair to Thiago. Let's go back to a second. He's not trying that overhead kick that he did uh, two three weeks ago. That mm. you know that's a sign that he feels comfortable with some of the passing ranges he was doing. And Genie's the same. You know, we're back to Genie doing his Kenny Dalglish impression of sticking his arse out. Uh, holding the ball and spinning two players, you know, and and doing that, which he hasn't done for ages, just just breaks it up and it opens it up for the front three then to do some damage. Mm. Uh, I mean, we'll get onto front three in a minute because it was like um, the be- it was the best and the comical worst. Um, I mean, we can laugh now because we won, but honestly, God, some of the uh, the misses were on a blooper reel, uh, and I couldn't. It, it did make me smirk most of it. Stefan Mack wants to know, are we going to talk about Trent? We will in a little bit. David Lennon says balance and cohesion. Um, and I think he, but in fairness, David Lennon was the one to put up about the balance earlier on as well. Um, we might as well give them all ratings. We might as well give them all ratings. Kieran Thorn, that doesn't Chris, usually, you, you, Hold on. Chris, Kieran Thorn, that you, isn't usually a messer. He says, breaking news, Gina Manalem has agreed to a tr- new three-year contract. Give over. I don't believe that. Is he? Well, Kieran Thorn's not a messer. Well, uh, He's not a messer. So, Kieran, um Unless you are messing, um, <laughs> come in and tell us where you heard that. Um, Let me just make a couple of calls. Go on, Chris. Make a couple of texts. I'll carry on. Yeah. Wipe, the, wipe the cake off your fingers before you. No, you normally you should not be then. I I didn't realize um, it was just said in commentary that apparently he said during the week that he hopes he doesn't have to leave Liverpool. Mm. It was said, said in the press be, conference. Yeah, he said he'd be devastated yeah. to leave. So you know so but, that that would suggest that he's doing everything he can to try and stay mm. i have to say like and you know me with the owners and everything else like, i'd be very 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 disappointed in anybody that plays a part in preventing genuine allen staying at liverpool we won't get another player to do what he does 
We won't. And he's got years left in him. Like he's not falling off a single bit. He's getting better every season. And and as Chris was saying, the the way he he's able to just fucking stick his arse out and spin players and he seems to be just everywhere when you need him and, and it, it goes terribly unnoticed and it's only in, in recent times that people have really started to appreciate the job he does and I think if if we're to carry on um, and and get get ourselves back to where we were last season uh, we need Ginny and Alan on the team I hope I hope he doesn't go we, we just won't be able to replace the type of job he does we'll have to come up with something totally different he's so yeah. good I think he's, I think he's, I think he's excellent, and I think too much is made of his age. And there is a lot of look. There's a lot. He's of, only twenty nine. I know, but there's a lot of there's a lot of miles in his legs. I will say that. But and I always come back to this: if you have for that three spaces, if you have six or seven players and are and are reliable and available, you, it's easy to to pull two or three players in that totally through that. Absolutely easy because you will average in a good season. 60 games, okay? Probably about, about, yeah, about 60 games, right? If you were to do anyway decent in the League Cup and the FA Cup and go far in the Champions League, it's about 60 games, right? All of them can get so many games and be so happy. Um, none of this, oh, well, if he doesn't play every week, he won't be happy. That's bullshit. If you have, if you have Henderson, Fabinho, Wijnaldum, Thiago, Jones, Keita, and you add one more, or Milner stays, or whatever, you can easily take a couple of them through, no problem. And you won't have to discuss about how many miles they have in them, because some players just keep going and going and going. I think Genie's been overused this year, but I, I really hope, um, as I said, Kieran's not usually a messer, um, but I'd really like to see if, if that was um, if that was true. Stephen O'Connor says he's a, um, oh, someone's took her off the fucking Sorry, story. that was me, um, Gav, because I, lo- I liked what I like, I like that comment. Um, Massive disaster. Yeah. Like the dignity and respect, yeah, uh, Ginny's shown every year. and that's what that's what I think is so important about um, Liverpool finding the right players uh, to to be part of the long term project. Dignity and respect, it's it's everything that a Liverpool player needs to have. They're so important, um, actually, qualities, uh, and Jesus, I can't, I just can't stress enough. I just, I just hope they find I'm, a way to, for them to stay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. But I'm not with you if you're saying give him what if you're one of the fellas that says give him what he wants. I'm not with that. But I agree well, with you. We've got, uh, we've got uh, to find you know a way. It, it, we've got to find uh, a way to get him stay. We can't have that. We we can't have that discussion without knowing what he actually wants. Um, if it, if what he wants is totally unrealistic, then okay, you can't do that. You can't provide that. But if if rumors are to be true and and it looks like he's on a hell of a lot less than than other players that are in the, the first rumor team, amount he's on is seventy grand a week. Yeah. That's the rumor amount, um, and people yeah. will compare a and, lot to Shakiri, who's on yeah, hundred plus. I think lads, yeah, lads, yeah. Lads. Uh, but with with a player, with, you wouldn't mind if a player had uh, you know bonuses. He doesn't have a, a huge amount of things that he can earn extra on. I get that, Andy. It's been a it's been yeah. a disaster. His wages, not a disaster, but we've been we've been tight with his wages, and it, it, seventy grand is awful. And you're right; it's probably not on the on the on the contract but, with all we, the with but, the bonuses. But, Chris, but can Gav, I ask you something? Can I, no, can I ask you something? Just, no, yeah, because I, I just want to ask you this, so we, and then you can finish. Am I right in thinking he's only ever signed one contract at Liverpool? Yeah, still his first one. This is oh, his right, first okay. contract, right? Okay. And so, but the thing is. He's been absolutely amazing and, 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 and the dignity and the respect and how he's handled himself when knowing that 
is fucking doing the double work of some players that are just injured all the time or whatever and getting on a par with him or more. But it's as harsh as it may sound, that's not FSG's problem now. Yeah, that's his an agent. Him and his agent have messed up. They should have gone to the to the to the club with two years left or three years left or whatever, you know, or where we won the league or where we won the European Cup and said, look, we want a new contract, up-to-date contract. So yeah, it's 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 awful what's happened to him in terms of 70 grand, grand compared to everyone else who's on every Tom DeCanary is on 100. I don't think they can take that into consideration now. They shouldn't. That's not how business works. Just because you've not been underpaid for five years, not underpaid, but sort of haven't had a rise. Mm. You can't just suddenly get a back rise, if you know what I mean, for the last five years. And you still got to be reasonable with your new contract. So I think that's a sticky thing. But I agree with you. We have to try to and do what we can. Well, I think I told, I think I think if Genie's on seventy grand a week and he's like uh, people are saying, give him what he wants. Like if he's looking to double his money a hundred, I think one hundred and forty is too much. I will say that. But if if Genie Wijnaldum comes in and says, I want, you know, they say if Genie, if you tell me tomorrow you signed a three year deal at one hundred and twenty grand a week, I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with that because one hundred and twenty grand isn't what it used to be. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It simply isn't. It's it's. It's just every one of that forced eleven, Gav. Well, when I say forced eleven, we we've probably like fourteen forced eleven players. You know, mm. they they battle it out. Should be a north of a hundred grand, yeah. basic. Yeah, it's just because it's his forced contract. You know, like uh, Super Tiger says, imagine signing a relegated player from Newcastle now on seventy grand a week. That was a huge contract at the time, and that's a fair point. Mm. He just hasn't mm. been renewed. Um, 120 Kevin Balls is 120 grand is fair if true. I think so. I think that's about right. Mm. Um, I think, no, I think it's the length. I think it's the length of the contract. That's the yeah. The and I yeah. Got, yeah. I, t- I, I they probably so. are. I, re- I, re- I reckon he wants four years, and they've said yeah, we'll give two yeah. or three. I yeah. mean, did, did, playing devil's advocate, if he say if he wants four years and you offered him, you can sell him later on with two years to go. You could just sell him, mm. you know. And people even at 32, people would want Genie one Alden. You won't get the same money, so. We can always do that. I know. I know we have sh- trouble to shift players in the past, but we're not talking about someone who's fell off a cliff like some of the other lads. You know, there is part of that thing. A little bit give him the contract level or compromise on three with a, a one year option. Yeah, but but you'll probably see if he wants four and they want three, you'll probably see something like we we'll give you three, but it's air option to extend to a fourth. Yeah. That's what yeah. you'll probably see something along them lines. But look, so, we don't know. If it's so you true. know where Gav. Yeah, you know, you know when 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 people talk about uh, FSG breaking their structure, like we talked about it on Monday, that like people me, were saying they should, yeah, mm. you and others, uh, they should go out and uh, take out a big loan from the bank. You know what I mean? Like mm. these are these aren't these are tall orders, you know, for a structure. This is a team that this is a these are owners who are trying to uh, cre- uh, create an, a sustainable future. Uh, for the club that it's self-sufficient and it and it keeps growing and growing and it becomes more and more competitive in the transfer market. They're not going to take out a big loan. But talking about breaking structures, a, a very, very small ask would be to break a small structure like something that you don't maybe normally offer a 29-year-old a four-year contract. I mean, I don't see the I don't see what that's a very small ask for owners well, to do well, is to break well, their structure like that. Well, I just, uh, I just think it's well, there you have it. You know, there's Thiago comes in, he's he's about nine months younger than uh Winaldo. Mm. So we're not asking for we're not asking for something out of the norm. Like they certainly won't go out and borrow a hundred and 
70 million or something like Spurs did uh, and go and buy players and pretend it wasn't for players. They won't do that. But what they should be doing is, is uh, and you were saying, think outside the box. Or I don't know what way you phrased it. But sometimes you have to be a bit more pragmatic or just uh, make special exemptions for certain players because you won't be able to replace what Jenny does. He's yeah, but why not? Why not? But, why but not? Why see, can't but, you replace? But sorry, just just, replace? just before just before you just before you go on, you're saying about I did say that I think outside the box, right? And what I meant by that was is because for me, FSG are in a very specific box, um, and they have a very specific model. Now they have stepped away from that at times with Thiago and possibly with doing this on on Wijnaldum. Okay, they've kept Milner on. He's 25 years of age. He's got mm. two contracts in the last four years, I think. James Milner. Well, let's okay, assume so, we all know so, what this model is. Where yeah, well, they, well, you know, we do know what the model is. The model is, is that they get all their money and they invest, and, and and it's self sufficient because they invest it all back into the club. There's no issue there. There's mm. no argument there. I'm not saying yeah. FSG take money and run away, but they don't. Every penny they get, they put back into the club, which yeah. in, in, in turn makes the club self-sufficient. Yeah. What my point about it is, is that can that work this summer? Because, like you said the other day on, on the forum, they're probably down 100 to 200 million quid in match day revenue and TV revenue in the last year. Mm. So the amount mm. of money coming in, if you pour that back in, Right, the reduced amount back in is it enough to compete and get what you need this summer? My argument mm-hmm. is no. Mm-hmm. So they have to mm-hmm. step away from that in order to compete. For me, they have to step yeah. away from that model or that outlook or that strategy this summer. Will they do it? Yes yeah. or no? That's my only yeah. question. No, I'm, okay. not here no, to, it, I'm not here to argue won't. the past about FSG, what yeah. they've done, because I don't think there's much argument. Yeah. Bar, you know, yeah. you can bring up 77 quid tickets and you can bring up four low and stuff. But other than that, yeah. they do power back in what they get. All I'm saying is, you know, if I, if I spend a tenner for my lunch every week or every day and then all of a sudden the, the stuff goes up to 12, do I just go in and ask for it for 10 or do I fucking mm. try make something to no, make it? I think what I... I think what um what's what's happened with with FSG is if you look at how uh, they they owe a huge amount uh, there's a huge amount of outstanding on transfers probably more than any other club there there was something went up during the week because they sh- the way they spread out the structure of deals and the way they spread out their their future costs they've been caught short sighted because of the pandemic they they've they've an overcommitment into the next three or four seasons that they didn't expect to happen. They looked at it. They could forecast an income of you know 100 million on a short deal, or you know 150 million a season on match day revenue, or 150 million a year on TV, and all of that's being chopped. So they have a huge commitment for um, things over the next season, which was they couldn't forecast without without being able to factor in the normal football income and come. The July or August, the UK is going back to pretty much normal, and you'll probably start to see full grounds before the end of this year. And that's when I think they can start, they can jump back onto the trajectory they're on, start forecasting again, and start committing to spend money. I've no doubt in my mind that there was there was money coming in to spend on players, but a lot of things had to take place first to 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 create that sustainable uh, club. And things like the training ground, the the extra capacity in Anfield, and uh, the the commitment they've made on player contracts as well, because our our uh, wage bill was bigger than any clubs last year. So mm. these well, are kind of commitments they made <clears throat> without without the unexpected thing of a pandemic. And that look anyway, it's it's boring as fuck talking about them all the time. 
yeah, well, we're, 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 we're only going to see in the summer, and hopefully, like you said, yeah. if they if they look at this twenty nine slash thirty year old and decide, look, three years is fine. He's yeah. he's been and he's been brilliant for me yeah. this season. And that's um, yeah, and that's all I'm saying is, is, so is they should. If maybe there's an exception a, to be made, it should be on him. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's a bit of flexibility that you look for. Yeah. Chris, um, Tahir Qureshi, have I got that right, Chris? Beautiful. Thanks, man. I'm glad every player was back in position and made a massive difference. Can we have- Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today the same performance every game but start scoring goals that's a nice um, little segue into the front three Grizz because um, you know <laughs> Chris said it earlier some of us went from the sublime to the ridiculous at times but for me Grizz you miss chances that's absolutely fine you miss chances that happens but you've won the game 2-0 so you can kind of laugh about those chances but for me again tonight Grizz there was Maybe it was the fullbacks being a bit more confident. Maybe it was the midfield being a bit more progressive. The front three being a bit more confident. Yeah, we missed chances, but we looked so much more dangerous from Igris. It wasn't one dimensional. It wasn't slinging crosses in boxes. It looked way more progressive for me. That's what it does, isn't it? Uh, we, we spoke about, or I think you spoke about before, like sort of players knowing naturally what to do because they were in their natural positions. There didn't seem to be any hesitation in certain moves hesitation in certain part in runs um and that's the effect it has but it's not as easy as that because you know Klopp Klopp alluded to it before as well because it's not a matter of choice that I'm not playing Fabinho at you know in central midfield and I'm not playing you know xyz it's because of necessity and the emergencies that we've had you know bless him he's had to, he's had to sort of do what he can do and that's why um I thought the front three looked lively but I think it's just um, a continuation of the, the confidence that they take, you know, they were going into into this game, and some of those chances they they they'd score with their eyes closed on a normal day. It, it, we had to start laughing at some some of those misses. I mean, the Jota one, lads. Did you see the Jota one where it felt it falls to him and he's got quarter of the goal to aim at? And you know, mm-hmm. we know Jota, we know Jota scores that, you know, hundred times out of ninety nine times out of hundred, and that's the the one time he misses. So. But but I saw glimpses. But I saw glimpses. I did see glimpses of of sort of the movement and the and the inter interplay between between the lads themselves as opposed to individual brilliance. So they're lacking the individual brilliance, but the the, the team play is coming back slowly but surely, which is hopefully a, a con, you know hopefully a confidence thing and, and nothing better than sort of getting reaching the Champions League quarterfinals, man. To, to yeah. build on um, the money one. The money one was funnier though. What he, he tried. Which he one? Missed. What what he where I think it's, uh, Salah it the head what he managed oh. to head it, head it behind himself, which was just it was just. I, Andy, Andy made I a could, comment in our WhatsApp that I can't repeat, but it was you know it I made me start, laugh. I had to laugh because like <laughs> he's like that's just how it's going, isn't it? Unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. Let's get to the goals though. Um, let's talk about them, yeah. and uh, you know Salah makes a one nil around. 70 minutes around 70 71 minutes um and i have to say it's really composed he does he doesn't rush he takes his time he makes his space and he puts it away but grizz 
I have to I have to give Jota massive credit. It's a brilliant assist. Oh, the whole move, the whole move that was sort of you know, I said our best, isn't it? That's our best sort of ground, uh, our counter attack, top speed, uh, confidence in our passing. Normally, we've been sort of over over hitting passes or under hitting passes, and then just sort of breaking down. But everything was one touch. The crispness of the pass, and suddenly it opened up for us. And then you know, again, usually Salah when he's coming in on that left foot, cutting in, um, you know, you the least you expect him to do is hit the target. He found the corner, but yeah, Jota throughout the night is his work rate and movement. You you couldn't tell that he's been out for what three four months. His fitness levels were insane to keep going that long and. You know, I'm just waiting for Mane to wake up, Gav. He's got to wake up before this. You know, Mane could be a wild card for us. If you know, and that sounds so weird because he's been such a hero for us the last two, three years. But he still, he still looks shot of confidence. I know he scored today, and which will hopefully, hopefully be the start. But if Mane can just become Mane again, right, as opposed to you know George Weir's cousin, right, the one who's never played football before, right. If he can become Armani again, is that he the could fellow be a that's, that the fellow yeah, that soon got, signed at Southampton? Yeah, what was yeah, his it name? Was um, so brought him on, took him off twenty minutes later. Yeah, yeah he realized, what was his yeah. name? Oh, someone will have it any second in the chat. Oh, but yeah, but, but, but look, if Mane catches. 80% of his usual self, then he could be our wild card and we could have a, a very, very positive and good ending to the this fucking mad season. Well, so, uh, Ramez says, I think for large portions of the game, we relinquished possession, press better and counter-attacked. We almost seemed like we reverted to 17 and 18 style. That's what I think happened. I think we came out with a clear plan to do that and it absolutely worked. Kieran Thorne says, Indy Coyle is breaking news about Harvey Barnes. Is this to Liverpool? Um, uh, but like I say... I, Kieran trusts what he's being told about um, what's the fella's name? Gino Ronaldo. Gino Ronaldo. Um, George Weah's cousin. What was his name? Ali Dyer. Ali Dyer. He's messing. Is it Ali Dyer? Was that the, <laughs> yeah, fu- that, the fella's name? Yeah, Ali Dyer. That was down his name. Down Abbey says. Uh, and somebody asked Grizz. I did ask if there's any random questions you want to throw in, and somebody did say, um, "Grizz, oh yeah, ask Grizz, India or Manchester United." <laughs> That's a tough one there, isn't it? Whoever's asked that is a clever little... Wake, Wakefield cares. Okay. Do you hate what, India? No, what does that mean? I, could, I don't know what that means. I don't what know. Well, you're, you're, I pick think, one you I like. Think they be our rivals. It in, could be like more, hate more, Well, in, in, the cricket, in the cricket world, India would be our biggest rival. In the football world, United would be a bigger rival. So if you had to, if you choose which one you prefer, which would you choose, India or Manchester what? United? Prefer as rivals? That doesn't make sense. Ask no. If you, no. One, if you had to wear, if you had to wear, wear one of the jerseys. I'll... It's not a fluid answer. Come on. It's not a fluid. It is a fluid answer. It's not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll, I'll wear um, the Indian jersey because my ancestors sort of obviously started, were born in India. So I'll go with that one in their memory. Good stuff. Okay. Nice one. Um, Never been Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> You're not missing much. Uh, but look, um, the four goal was really good. I, I liked it. I liked um I liked it. I loved the assist, but I really liked how calm Salah was about it. Andy, to you, the second one. Um, Divock Origi runs fast um, in a massive shock. He runs fast and whips a brilliant ball into the back post for Manny to, to put away and, and it seals the game. And 
I, I, I just, I want to, do you know what, Andy? I love the goal. I love the goal. I love to see Mane scoring. I think, I think as much as Thiago's been having to trudge around the bleeding place and, and do all sorts of stuff in, during this period, I think Mane's had to do the same. And I think that's affected him as well. And hopefully, like Riz says, he just comes back to himself and is allowed to play his natural game. Um, but yeah. Was that it then? Were you just, ah, lovely, 2-0, 4-0 win, happy yeah, well, days, as, and, as, and our um, big players getting goals? As you recall, before the game, and everybody was predicting all sorts of scrappy losses and all, I did say it was going to be 2-0, so it was no shock to me when we when we scored that second goal, because I did see it happen up from the start, Bernie and I said Stokes. that. Yeah, and I said loads of things that came true as well. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a good goal. It It's just... It's a lift. It's a lift for Origi to come on and have an impact. Uh, for Mane to to get his goal at home. <laughs> um, it, uh, you know he's been looking for for a while. Uh, just the ball. The ball in was fantastic. You know it was like a strike on goal. Um, yeah. with the it probably was a strike on goal. Yeah, who was it? Was it? Who was it against? <laughs> Who was he went kind of one on one with a couple of months back, and that's all he had to do? Burnley. Burnley. Yeah. That's and all he had to do. And he tried, he tried to break the bar. He tried to break the bar. He could have just passed it into the net, uh, which it, look, it was, a, it was a great ball in. It looked close for for a second. I thought it might have been ruled offside. But um, no, uh, good goal. Delighted. Um, and when you're when you're watching the game, and while I've started to watch the game, and while, uh, while I'm in WhatsApp lately, because just that's the, how things are with Liverpool. You're not sitting there engrossed in the games at the moment because it's a, it's a tough watch. So I've been in WhatsApp a good bit, and when you're seeing all the film because Origi was coming on, and then like he just shuts everyone up. I just love that. That's what I love most about about uh, when players prove people wrong. And so yeah. Delighted. Happy days. Uh, Shashank Mah- Maratra. Mahatra. Yeah. Mahatra, yeah. Yeah, he says, uh, to be fair to Grizz, as an Indian and a Liverpool fan, I would happily wear Wazim Akram jersey over Man- any Manchester United jersey. And uh, Kevin Sullivan said, uh, I think he, he made some sort of cricket reference. He said Grizz was like... Um, it was basically, Grizz was dodging a fast bowler there with that answer. So... Um, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I think he answered it quite well. Yeah, uh, man of the match, lads. Uh, Chris, I'll come to you first. Fabino. Easy. 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 Brings, brings, ba- bring the, br- uh, brings the balance that we needed. Good stuff, good stuff. Andy, man of the match? Phillips. Yeah, okay. One for Phillips. One for he wasn't Fabinho. Really, he, wasn't, look, he wasn't really Phillips, but he, I was just giving it to him because Andy I was so happy. The end, yeah, the end of the yeah. He got it on the LFC website. Yeah. Okay. Did Grizz, he? man of the yeah. match. Fabinho with an honourable mention for Ginny again. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, next round. I think. Quarterfinals. Yeah. Um, who do we want? Who do we not want? Who do you think we'll get? Grizz. Um, I'd want to avoid any of the English teams, Man United, Chelsea, and PSG. Man City, Chelsea. Yeah, I'd avoid. I'd want to avoid Man City, Chelsea, PSG, anyone They'll else. Definitely avoid Man United. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, you want Porter then? Well, there's other options, right? Yeah, but you'd, is Porter your standout one? Yeah, Dortmund, Porto. Okay, either stuff. one. Chris, who do you want? Who do you not want? Who do you think we'll get? Uh, 
Porto or Atalanta if they get through, is who I'd want. Uh, who I don't want. Uh, I don't want Bayern or PSG. Okay, Andy. Yeah, it wouldn't be a good. It wouldn't be a good time to play them. It just it, normally be saying it doesn't matter who we play. Liverpool can mm. beat anyone. It's a month. It's a month away. Hopefully, we might have Henderson back by then. Hopefully, we might have actually put a bit of form together and we can go into the game. So, uh, I, I, just at this point in time, I'd, I'd rather play a weaker team, which at the moment is like, if, as you say, Chris, if Atlanta get through or, or Dortmund, Porto, yeah, uh, I prefer to avoid the the, um, the PSGs at this stage. Uh, Bayern, fuck that. You know, there's, there's a chance if we got all the way to the final, we might even have Van Dijk back. Mm. Um, City will get portal, uh, just to let you know. Um, yeah. we, 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 we've, had, we've had posted two the last three years in the Champions League, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zeb Malik says VVD could be back for the semi finals. Uh, a lot of people feel that we'll get Chelsea. Uh, Ork Humer oh. says, uh, Dortmund will be his best choice. Yeah, man, Haaland is a monster. Though. He's just yeah, yeah, but we've got we've got really yeah, not a bother to Phillips. Phillips would we, kick him up and down the park. We've, yeah, yeah, we've got the we've got the Bolton Berezi man. Come on. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, oh, I don't know who I want. Um, people say avoid Man City, avoid. P- oh, look, you're just going to get who you get. You're going to have to play them at yeah. some stage. But over two legs, do you know what? Real Madrid still in it. I'd have a go with them all day fucking mm. long. All day long, um, I'd have a go. So that's team still in, isn't it? <laughs> you know, so well the eight left will be what ourselves, mm. City, Dortmund, Chelsea, PSG. Well, um, Chelsea one's only Chelsea one's only a goal, isn't it? So and they've got no Mason Mount for the next round. Yeah, mm. but I, I think still favour Chelsea the way they're would, playing at the moment. You would do, but I think losing Mount's a bit a big one for them. Yeah, if Chelsea get if 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 if, if Atletico Madrid get through, which is unlikely. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd fancy taking them on this year. I'd definitely taking them on this year. Suarez. Oh, fuck you, Andy. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, Atalanta or Real Madrid because they play each other, don't they? I think that's. Mm. Yeah. Is that quite, is that quite tight? I can't remember. Can't remember. Yeah, there's only um only uh, Real Madrid only beat Atalanta one nil. Says Kevin mm, Ball. Sure. So there you go. Um, that's about it, I think. Um, apologies from Jamie. Um, he messaged me just to say really sorry. He's got that his internet. Um. His internet went down, but look, as the roof was coming off the gaff. So, listen, um, that shit happens. That's that's what happens when you do live YouTube shows. Um, tomorrow is some carnage, isn't it, Chris? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Some carnage tomorrow. Some carnage tomorrow with Grizz from ten o'clock. Friday with Chris is the Friday forecast. Sunday ourselves um, on the Fatback Four, and then we let you know what's going on Monday. Um, keep. Keep looking at that uh, thing for Keane. In the description, you will see that Davo and his mates are running 300 kilometres each wow. in March. They're absolutely off their rocker. They're 10 days in and they're mental. And they're just gathering people now. There's just random people running with them, which is brilliant. Um, there's different faces in the pictures every day. But um, there's, there's two links in the description there. One for the GoFundMe, one for the uh, PayPal. Um, the PayPal is absolutely flying. The GoFundMe is up around $83,000 now, which is phenomenal. So we will get this to 100 grand. Um, um, if I have to get that out to run in fucking April as well. Um, but 
look, what the lads are doing is outstanding. You know, think, like, I'll put it this way. Davo has a brand new baby. I'd say he's of half the night trying to feed, feed it. And then he's going out running 10k every day. Um, he gets up early in the morning for work as well. So just him alone. Um, I kind of look and go, fucking hell, mate. You know what I mean? Um, that's unbelievable. But there's, there's six or seven of them doing it. And they're just gathering <coughs> other people coming with them as well. So it's absolutely brilliant what they're doing. Fair so, play to Davo with the brand new baby and not a second hand one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, listen. <laughs> He's, well, look, it, it, would it be second hand now? It's a couple of weeks old. It's a brand new. When, when do you stop calling the baby brand new? Oh, I never hear the baby being called brand new. It's a baby. Ah, it's isn't a it? brand new baby. Brand new. Brand new. Oh, straight ah, out of the wrapper. Yeah, 21 yeah. one. Two yeah. one one day. After six oh, months, after six months, you use then. Yeah, but you see, the only, the only, the only thing, the only thing you can hope for Davo was, you know, when the baby's like. um 23 months old and you say and someone says how old is the baby instead of going just nearly two people go 23 months I fucking hate that um, just nearly a year Trumpet. or a year yeah. oh, I hate it that the months and all does me fucking tits in anyway I don't know how we got into that um, but anyway he has got a brand new baby he's up early in the morning and he's still running that 10k so look the link is in the description go and help them out what they're doing is phenomenal um, to add to what we've already donated and what we will continue to work on until this 100k is hit Um that's about it. Um, I will let I, I will let you know that I'm looking currently at a website for us. We had got a website, but it just pissed off and I don't know where it's gone. So we're trying to get that back. Um, if anybody knows anything about websites, building them, editing them, and you want to help me out, give me a show. Um, it would be much, much, much appreciated. Grizz, thanks a million um, for dropping in and talking <laughs> to us. I hope the cake was good. Um, I know the result was. I hope you don't grow a toad ear due to the vaccine overnight. Um, and it's been a pleasure as always. No problem, man. Anytime. Good stuff. Chris, um, will you be back on Friday? Thanks a million for joining us, my man. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, look forward to Friday. Yeah, it looks a good one. It looks a good one. Uh, Andy, um, calm down a little bit from Monday. You got very upset. Um, you're very emotional. You are very aggressive, no, I must say. I'm just very, I'm, uh, very loyal to me friends and I didn't like what was happening with, with the invasion. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe um, I can't believe people don't say a brand new baby. Can't believe that. That's a matter. That's a thing, Gav. That's a fingers thing. It is a fingers thing. Ah, he's a brand because new baby I think at home. you know yeah. what say that. Because like, you just say new baby at home. I don't know. Well, see, well, the thing was when you when you were growing up, everybody had babies on the road. Like there was just babies, babies, babies. So you, <laughs> oh, yeah, you had to dif- you had to go. differentiate. Yeah. Like you had to say, you know, you know, the brand new babies. They were the ones oh, that right. were born the last kind of three or four weeks, and then yeah. the rest of them were just had the uh, yeah. babies that were a little bit. N- not so quite brand new so yeah. I, th- I think that's where it comes from we where we just had babies you know yeah uh jonathan <laughs> says brand new baby is just weird is it yeah yeah as I opposed know. to like a refurbished a refurbished one or you yeah. know reconfigured or re- yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's a bit mad yeah. listen if it's a bit if it's newborn baby newborn yeah. baby yeah, Jonathan. Listen, it probably was weird, Jonathan. It's just, all babies, it's just a all babies are newborn, though. Yeah, it's just it's just a figure of speech. Um, so there you go. Only Northsiders say that to go with a brand new cold support payment. You're some fucking edge you are. Listen, you know what? Now it's funny because I'm gonna leave that up on the screen, right? Because I I totally might have a go. So here's one for you. I was talking to Neil the other night, and um, Andy was there. <laughs> And um, so we're talking away, and Neil, this will bleed and put you back in your box now. So we're talking away anyway, and we're talking about United, wasn't it, Andy? 
you yeah. know, and we are saying about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer yeah. and we are the apple away and, 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 and tell them what Neely said. Tell them what Veranda said. <laughs> so we were talking about, uh, we were talking, I think we would, we'd been talking about, um, uh, their, who they were buying and say, how did it fucking come up? I can't remember. We were talking about, we were talking Woodward about United and, we were, and we were talking about, we were talking about Ed Woodward's, Ole is yeah. Ed Woodward's boy, yeah. like, you know. Uh, yeah, and and how these these guys into the, get these positions, and then Neil says, "Look, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he was the rugby manager, wasn't he? And now he's uh, in a football team, like buying players. It makes no sense." And then we were, <laughs> it was just a pause for ages, and we went, "No, you think that was Chloe Woodward?" <laughs> and he was, "Oh, was it?" So for all that time, like he was just watching. All he was watching Ed Woodward happen. doing this, going, yeah. why doesn't that fella you know, him? <laughs> yeah, and he was like yeah. thinking, that's so, that's so bizarre. Like, one minute he's a ru- rugby manager, and now he's like like the United man for buying and selling players. Yeah. You know, he mo- and he would have been double job in that actually at one stage. Yeah. Yeah, and then the top, and then the top it all off. Neil just d- disappeared for twenty four hours because he was just googling, um, people trying to say stuff more stupid than that and sending us videos <laughs> to see if it rated more stupid than what the stuff he said, which is even better yeah. than the comment in the first place. But we listen, we're gone completely off topic. Um, that's yeah. me. Um, that's me talking about brand new babies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying that. Um, I thought it was just something. You know, I don't know. It's obviously no. it's clearly clearly not. Um, that's it. Um, we're out of here. That has been the midweek fix with Jamie home for some of it, with Grizz for some of it, with me, with Andy and with Chris. Um, enjoy the rest of your night and we'll be back with you tomorrow with some carnage. Over and out. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash powercash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. Sports Social Podcast Network.